Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Coon Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global. We're at the Peacock Gym here. It's a random Tuesday morning. I'm joined by... Dylan the villain white. Huh? Huh? Dylan, the body's not your white. It's a reminder for, to you where I was, your second fight, that's all. Where was he at the first fight? You're not a true supporter. I'd never heard of you in the first you, fight. You're up along, you jump on the bandwagon. After your second fight, the coronet. No disrespect to the coronet, obviously. You jumped on the bandwagon. You were like the real fun girl. Like, ah! <laughs> I watched your fight, baby. You were great. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, yeah. We got, we got a long way back. What fights are you in? 25 fights in now? It's a long way. Long, long time. 25 fights. A lot, boy. Long way. How so long have I known you? Know what? 10 years, probably? Eight years. Yes. Wow. And I'm still sick of your face. Um... We're still kind of awaiting... Nice tattoo, by the way. Tattoo looks sick. Is that a Sri Lankan um, god or something? Oh, sick. What's that called? Ganesh? No, it's not Ganesh. <laughs> it's not Ganesh. <laughs> it's the only one I know. <laughs> Ganesh. There's many gods. That one you're looking at right there is uh, Lord Shiva. Eh? Lord Shiva. This sounds suspicious. I, I don't believe this. Lord Shiva. If he's not Ganesh, he's not La. <laughs> Ganesh is one of the gods. Um... We're still awaiting news. It's no, it's not Buddha. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, any more questions about the toes? Hold the mic. You're pathetic. What's that? Is that Pum-Pum's eye? Is that a, pum- a vagina eye? I'm just showing you. We're still awaiting... He's got a vagina on the inside of his arm, by the way, guys. That's what I just see. Go <laughs> Dylan, we're still awaiting news. Uh, yeah. Is there any sort of update you can give us at the moment? July 13th, live at the O2. Doing white headline against who? Not sure yet. Adrian's working on something. 
she does something in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Because time's ticking and we need to put an, uh, a, 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 a prey to the hunt. You know, I need to get a prey lined up so I can begin the hunt. I'm training, we're ticking, we're smiling, we're happy. You know, so, you know, listen. Lots of ups and downs in this game and... You know, to be a true professional, you've got to be able to deal with the ups and the downs when they're coming and, st and stay positive and stay strong. Been swimming against the, the waves forever now, so I'm still swimming. I'm one of the biggest backs in. I've been swimming against the waves so long. Is it frustrating, though, that obviously July 13th is a little while away, but not too far away, but um, frustrating that an opponent has been nailed because obviously you're in camp anyway, regardless of who the opponent is, but I'm assuming you want to kind of know what's in front of you sooner rather than later. Yeah, I do, but I'm used to it. This is all my career has been. My career has always been like this, you know. It's always been, you know, when was the last time I've had a fight announced more than seven weeks? It's usually 10 days, five days, two weeks, four weeks, seven weeks, you know, so. But it is what it is, man, you know. I just try and be professional. I try and train as hard as I can train, working things. I'm still so inexperienced. I'm still working on a lot of things. There's a lot of improvement. I need to make technically and physically and mentally, so I don't care. I just say to him, listen, just get someone as soon as they can. He says, ah, oh, these guys want too much money. These guys are scared to fight. These guys are this. These guys is this. But, you know, I just crack on, man. You know, whatever. I'm the can man. Whoever want it, can get it. What's the situation regarding Manuel Char? We saw you make some comments towards Manuel Char and uh, the WBA regular belt situation. What what's talks has been had regarding Char? Char's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit, that's all. He, he, okay, he's not irrelevant. He fought once in two years. He fought an old... Um, what's the geezer's name? Some geezer, some geezer that he fought and won. WBA. Listen, I was trying to pay him some money. I was trying to pay Manuel Char some money. I was trying to just buy the fake belt off of him. That's all. That's all I was trying to do. Buy the fake August belt. August, August belt. I walk around with it for a day or two and then vacate. That's all I've done. Fight him, knock him out, vacate about someone else can fight for it. That's all. You know, he says that my is a very deluded guy. You know, that's like he said, I survived an assassination. He didn't, he didn't, no one didn't try and assassinate him. He was mouthing off to his own cousin and told his cousin, oh, I'm in this cafe shop. Come and see me. And the guy turned up and shot him. It's not, that's not an assassination. You're, you're a bully and you're a bully people. Someone showed up and shot you. That's uh, surviving. That's what I mean. The guy is he's, he's, he's such a fraud. Oh, I, I survived an assassination. You know? <laughs> like Derek says. Survived the what? An assassination. <laughs> you know, but no, I didn't. listen. The problem is in heavyweight boxing. No one wants to fight no one. Everyone overestimates their value. Everyone overestimates itself. Manuel Chubb genuinely believes he's a genuine world champion. The, he believes he's a superstar. He believes he's on the same level as me. Fury, Wilder, and Joshua, and he believes, but he's not. You know, he's not. When he's asking me for how much tickets can he sell, how much money can he draw? Is he a draw? No one, people only know who he is. A lot of people know who he is because I mention him, that's all. And I'm not being arrogant or anything, but when a child, what, What's in it for you to fight him then? It's a fight, a keep busy fight. That's all it is, a keep busy fight. And he's kind of credible. What's he had? One loss, he's got a good record. He's not badly ranked. I don't want to fight cabbages that's outside the top 10. You know what I mean? I don't want to be one of these guys that pick off. You know, he, he's only lost to Klitschko. Oh, and Brady's. That's it, Klitschko and Brady's. But, you know, he's come back. He's, 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 he's mouthy as well. He's a mouthy little Syrian prat. That's all, you know. And he gives it the big end. And, like, he comment on the back of my page with the, with the, with the monkey emoji and stuff like that. 
<laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. Like, it's, it's nuts. But, um, people would probably rather see you fight a Pavetkin or an Ortiz, surely? Yeah, of course. You know, those are fights that we, we, we're looking at. Those are fights we're trying to, trying to get. But like, once again, these guys want too much money. You know, these guys are trying to get the same money they get to fight Joshua to fight me. And I'm like, well, you know, you made 500000 to fight Deontay Wilder. We offered you $2 million to fight Luis Ortiz. Uh, listen, after Luis Ortiz the fight three separate occasions, didn't want it. Pavetkin agreed to fight me, didn't want it. You know, um, what can I do? I keep trying to fight these guys. You know, these guys know I'm a problem. You know, like I can say, I bring, I bring arms ass to your mom's ass. That's all. Not your mom. Your mom's cool. My mom is cool. I'll bring curry to her house and some water. Because if the curry is spicy, you need water. Oh, milk. Not water, milk. That's it. It, 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 it's fortunate that you know, you know my mother and you obviously know she cooks good Sri Lankan curry. That's obviously the reference you're making. No other suggestion, obviously. No, of course, she, she, she's a good cook. I need, you need to bring me some food, actually. I need some tandoori chicken, some samosas, some... Um, some what? <laughs> what's, a sabu, what's a samosa? Samosas. Samosas and some, 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 some dal. Um, what's the other thing? Some naan bread and some other stuff. Uh, that's fine. She, she, she does occasionally cook all that stuff, so you're good. So the guys, they say an attack and an Indian and Sri Lankans or whatever. We just have banter like that because that's all we get on. We're cool. Do you know what? Someone said to me the other day, I'll be honest, yeah. Someone called me like a packy or something. On huh? the, uh, who called you that? I'll smack him. Show me who called you. I swear to God, I'll smack him. Hold on. Let me finish the story. Let me, let me finish the story, yeah. Somebody called me a packy on Twitter or something like that, anyway. So someone said, hang on a minute. What about when Dylan, blah, 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 blah. Listen. That is like <coughs> someone I don't know, and I know the, the, mo like the kind of intent yeah, behind I'm, I'm it. You a pack, you know? that, that's, 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 that's mad. We have a joke about Sri Lanka, a Sri Lankan warrior. What the hell is a Sri Lankan warrior? Does it even exist? I'm a Sri Lankan warrior. I'm a Sri Lankan warrior. But what I'm saying to you is, all that kind of stuff there, we've known each other for a long time, yeah, and people will go, oh, why is it all right for Dylan to say that sort of stuff? But How can you call someone a pack, you know? That's, 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 that's disgusting. Listen, I mess about, we have a laugh. I was like, if you say fry planting and breadfruit are ackee and selfish, I'm not going to be like, oh. How many times have I mocked your accent because you can't talk proper English? Yeah, Is that... Because I don't say August, I say August and Cesura say whatever. Can you say Cesura's name correctly? Derek Cesaria. Cesura. Cesaria. Is that I think that as a no then. <laughs> Cesura. No, of course I can say Cesura, of course. No, a lot of my friends have banter with me, but they're my friends. I kind of, I take it in jest and blah, blah. When someone I don't know comes up to me and says, if they start talking to me about, it's like I said, it's the intent behind it. Yeah, exactly. If you're being racist, you're being racist. Listen, you can mess about with me. We have a laugh and that's it. I don't, listen, you know, you, you call me at whatever time of night and mess about. I don't, I don't care, but listen, in life... If you worry about what other people think about you and what other people or other people view you, you're never going to get very far. There's all these critics. You can be the best person you can be and people will still criticize you. So just crack on, you know, as long as um, no one ain't hurting you or accosting them to your family, just crack on. And that's life, you know, and loads of people focus on social media and other things like that. Mate, it's the internet. You know, you're giving people a stick. Where are you living? You're living like that guy that called you a packy. He probably lives in his mum's basement. Doing nothing, you know. At least you're out here doing things, progressing, living your life, and making things happen. And you know, when it's all said and done, we're gone. People's gonna remember your name, and who's gonna remember them? 
Someone actually also told me to go back home, I think, as well, which is not too far. It's Chelmsford in Essex, actually. <laughs> 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 they, they said to me, so, you know, uh, the sooner you go back home, the better. I'm like, all right, it's not that far. <laughs> the sooner you go back home, the better. I think I know it does instigating, but. It's cool. Listen, I, it's cool. I don't. I you should go back home for real as yeah. well. I agree. Yeah. I sure, I get the first boat ticket leaving Dover. Back to Chelmsford. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Dylan, I know you can't tell us. <laughs> Ah, sorry, I got six and zero. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, that's not funny. That's not funny. Don't say something like to Coogan again. <laughs> just send him loads of DMs saying that, please, and tag me. Please, anyone that says that, just tag me, please. Tell Coogan, go back home and tag me, please. I'm begging you so I can have a laugh. You're now inciting and encouraging casual or non-casual racism towards me. No, I'm not encouraging racism towards you. Go back home to Chelmsford. I'm not saying go back home. They didn't know I was from Chelmsford. He just said it, so now they know, that's all. D D Dylan. If he was a girl, he'd be sliding my DMs. No. Yes, he would. No, and if I... If I sliding the Black Beast's DM. 100% you're sliding Black Beast's DMs. If I had a daughter... You said picture of your boobs, it? <laughs> if I had a daughter... If I had a daughter, yeah. Don't, don't even lie. Don't, listen, don't lie. If you had a daughter and she brought me home, you'd be like, you're done well, love. Imagine, look at this genetics. Pure warrior DNA. What more do you want? If my daughter, I don't have a daughter, I don't even have kids. But if I had a daughter... Why on that subject? Why have you got kids? Don't your, your thing work? Oh, we don't know yet, do we? It just hasn't happened. We're just firing blanks all the time. Pa, 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 pa. Killing no soldier on the battlefield. Shit. If, if I had a daughter hypothetically, and she was to bring you home, mm -hmm. do you know what? I'd be prepared to die. Make of that what you will. Be prepared to die because you're going to get bashed up. If you give me any sort of stick, I'll bash you up. Simple as that. I'd be like, you know what, babe? I love you, but I'm going to have to bash at your dad because clearly it's because I is black. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. So what else would it be? I don't, I wouldn't like, if you turn up at my door with an imaginary daughter, I, I just, I don't like the cut of your jib. I don't like the cut of your jib. The colour of my skin. The cut of my jib. <laughs> the cut of your jib. Bruv, you just say that. You know? no, I didn't say that, you're just making up words. No, you said I don't like the colour of your, your, your jib, meaning my skin. The cut of your jib, it's an expression. Oh, changing it, okay. Well, I'm a nice person. I'm polite, I'm a nice person. Oh, okay, let's do this now, yeah? All right. Let's do this, yeah, hold on, yeah? So let's just pretend you're that guy from Bad Boys, yeah? I'm Mayan Lawrence, boy, you're, you're Reggie, yeah? What are you going to do when they come for you? You ready? Yeah, go on. Okay, so knock on the door. Mm -hmm. Now, who the fuck are you? I'm your worst nightmare. I'm what you told your daughter to hide from. And she found me. What are your intentions with my daughter? I'm the tooth that lurks in the dark at night. I am Beowulf. Make sure you have my daughter home by 8.30. Not 8.31, not 8.29, 8.30. Go fuck yourself. That is not the way to talk to your future father-in-law. Take it back now. I'm sorry, sir. I bring her back by 7.30. In the morning? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know me well, considering we just met. <laughs> okay, you have my blessings, Dylan White. I'll send her with Uber in the morning. 
Oh, I don't know where we're going with this. Back to the boxing. Can you tell us if Hearn's made any offers to Povetkin and Ortiz? Have offers gone to the, those two fighters in particular? As far as I know, Eddie said he's made some offers. You know, as you can see, um, in social media, in public, Eddie's shown offers he's made to Wilders and other guys and stuff. So, you know, listen, Eddie's a good promoter. You know what I mean? He does, you know, sometimes he's put in a difficult position where he can't really deliver what I want him to deliver because obviously he's got certain people's best interests at hand. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, no... You know, he's making offers. He's sending us um, the email chain and stuff. So he's definitely making offers, but a lot of guys don't want to fight me. A lot of guys don't want to fight me because, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best boxer in the world, I'm the strongest, I'm the fastest, but you find a lot. Of, it'd be hard to find a lot of people who's got more drive and courage than me and, and, and big heart than me. You find a lot. You know, you have to dig deep to find that, you know? Do you know you're talking about fighters kind of outpricing themselves, putting a higher value on what they believe they're worth in order to, not, or not to have a fight with you. But people can say that towards you, surely, can't you? In, in terms of like Anthony Joshua, etc. that you're putting too much of a high value on yourself. So if you believe that you're worth a certain thing, why, why can't those fighters believe that they're worth a, a certain thing? With me, there's a certain amount in the pot. With Joshua, there's a certain amount in the pot. I mind it myself. I know the value. I know what's in the pot. So I know what's a decent piece of the pie and what is a, a, a bit of crumb, you know? So that's the difference, you know? And these guys, they're getting paid on career-high money. They've never been involved in big shows or anything, you know what I mean? And I know the value. This is how high me and Joshua's value was. Me and him could sell at Wembley. Him and Joshua can't, him and, him and Miller can't sell at Wembley. So why am I going to take, a set, you know what I'm saying? There's a value, you know? There's, there's, there's a genuine value, and then there's an estimated value, you know? And that's all. But listen, this is boxing. I, I understand these guys want to get paid as much as they, they want and these guys want to, want to you know, because it's a dangerous game. I get it, but, you know, let's just fight, man. I get it, you know, I get it. You know, I would have fought Joshua for what he offered me if it wasn't for the rematch clause. You know, they offered me less as I would get as mandatory, so I might as well wait till I'm mandatory. You're talking about, what, 12 or 15% of um, how much millions of, of pounds, you know? Let's be real about this thing, man. You know, but that's neither, that's neither here or there. Clearly, they didn't want to fight. They, had, they, they planned to fight Miller from last year. And if you watch all my interviews from last year, I said, Joshua's going to fight Miller in America. I said this already. You know, why didn't you fight him at Wembley? Why are you going to fight him in America? The zone needs that money, baby. The zone but, wants that recoup. But just going back to that, Hearn always said that Joshua would be fighting if it was Miller, that fight would go to the US. It makes fight for that fight to happen in New York to kind of be Joshua's first fight in the, the US market, surely. Yeah, but this is why they offered me 10 weeks notice while they've been trying to make the fight from three months ago. And they gave Miller 20 week notice. Why is that? Because they're that serious about the fight. I just thought, I'm resting. Why am I going to, you know, I need Borderlands to get ready. This is the heavyweight championship of the world, you know. I'm not, not going to rush my, and get myself in shape in 10 weeks. No. Why give Miller 20 weeks and give me 10 weeks? You're not serious about the fight. And why give Miller eight or ten million, whatever, and offer me whatever? It doesn't make no sense. Let's be real about this thing, man. And I bring more value than what Miller does. Do you put yourself... And I'm higher ranked as well. Cross the board, baby. Do you... Ten legitimate contender, bitches. Do you put yourself on the same level as Fury, Wilder, yeah. and Joshua? Top four, in, top four in the world, baby. Fury ain't got no belt. 
What belt of fury you got? Lineal heavyweight championship doesn't exist. There's a title. Let's go. There's no lineal heavyweight championship. That's just, this is a title. Or can it be lineal heavyweight champion and you ain't got no real title? Don't make no sense. Come on, man. You know, look, I fought top 10 fighters while he's been off back to back. Legit top 10 dangerous contenders. Two, two real champions in it. Two former world champions. One current and one former. You know? When Parker's fighting Joshua, everyone's saying, oh, Parker is Joshua's biggest test. He's dangerous. Joshua struggled and he hurt Joshua. And I went in there, Basho, I got hurt too. But, you know, let's be honest. You know, it's always one thing for me and one thing for another. You know, why? But do you see why people would kind of put those three up on their own and then you kind of the fourth heavyweight, why? if you like? No, but can you, would you understand no, why people would? I don't would? understand. I don't understand. I tried to fight all three of these guys. I've been chasing Wilder for two years. Two years. Let's go. We, he said he wanted seven million. We offered him eight. Eddie offered him 15. Almost he's going to make the fight Brazil. Why don't you want to fight? I've been number one contender for two years. Two years. I've been trying to fight Joshua. You know, these guys, you know what these guys are, are good at doing? Tricking the public to make it look like, oh, I'm overvaluing myself. I don't want to fight. Listen, if these guys want to fight, these fights happen. Tyson Fury, I've been trying to fight Tyson Fury for ages. You know? This ain't news to you, you know? To this day, to this day, you know what I'm talking about. To this day. I don't know what you're talking about, actually. To this day, you knew I've been trying to fight these guys. To this day, and I'm still trying to fight these guys. To this day. But would you, Dylan, would you accept there's a difference between you wanting to fight someone and actually moves being made to actually make the fights happen? I mean, what were offers made from your side to fight Tyson Fury, like four more offers, because that's what we can really go from, surely. Eddie made offers. When he's coming back, Eddie made offers. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie told him, this is the plan. Fight, come back, have a warm fight, fight Dylan, fight Bellew, then fight Joshua, whatever. This is what Eddie's telling me anyway. Um, Deontay Wilder, what more can I do? Deontay Wilder has fight one mandatory challenger in four years. One. In four years, or can he still be champion? One. One. The guy he won the belt from, Who's had one fight in two years? He fought him for it. I've been number one for ages. Me and Brazil have been to a final eliminator to fight for the, 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 the heavyweight championship. Brazil should even been managed. Brazil fought Eric Molina, who was suspended at the time. He was banned because he failed the directors of the Joshua fight. So he shouldn't have been eligible to fight. How can they make that? You know, he's number four. I'm number one. If you go by the rankings, who was he for? Who was he for? I fought back-to-back -back good guys. I won seven or eight WBC title fights and more. I spent hundreds of thousands of WBC um, sanctioning their fights, you know, sanctioning their title fights. I know you probably can't, again, let us know too much about this, but has anything kind of developed from a couple of weeks ago when we saw you and you had that meeting with Maritza Suleiman? Has anything, have you learned anything different in the last couple of weeks? I don't know what on earth you're doing right now. Sorry, I was trying to, I was trying to be a ballerina. <laughs> I said it'd be an elephant in Berlin, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, there's developments, there's things happening, but, you know, we're waiting to get a decision soon. There should be something coming shortly, so stay tuned, you know. Obviously, it's annoying because you can't really say much in this situation because a lot of these governing bodies, they're quiet. They're very sensitive, a lot of these governing bodies. You say stuff, they take you out the rankings, you say this, they put, you know, so, so. But, but I had a good meeting with Mauricio. He's a good guy, but he's been put in a position where, you know, obviously the, the champions got right, the challenges got right, Brazil's got right, because Brazil's a bitch, and Deontay, well, the brother beat him up, and, and he complained to the police, and him and his trainer pressed charges, and, 
just a bitch. Bitches are bitches. That's all. Bitches get stitches. No, that's joke. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I think Wilder, I believe, made some comments in the last couple of weeks about saying that the fight with you would be a possibility this year. Did you see that? He didn't say that. He said, oh, I'll fight Dylan, but he's just going to be patient. He's going to wait. I've been waiting for two years. Shit, I'm going to be Luis Ortiz's age when he fight me. I'll be 61 years old. My knees will be decrepit and old. I walk on a WD-40 in my back pocket like, you know, these, listen, man. You know, Deontay Wilder knows. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. You know, I ain't going in there to have no boxing match with him. I'm going there to beat him up and rough him up. You know, he weighs 12 stones. Six or, six or seven, he weighs 12 stones. You know, and he gets, every time he gets hit and his whiskers, he's always rocked. After the fight, his face is bashed up, his eyes out here. He, he break his hand hitting flipping pads and bags, you know. Does Manuel Char have to fight Trevor Bryan? I don't know, Manuel. I don't know who Manuel Char has to fight. Manuel Char been trying to fight Fraser Quendo for a thousand years. For a thousand years, he's been trying to fight him. Fighting never gonna happen. He said he wants to fight Joshua and Tyson Fury. Should be Tyson Fury should have fought him instead of Tom Shorts. That'd have been a much better fight. Least is the real champion. Real champion. You know, but these guys, these guys don't want to take risks in heavyweight division, man. I'm like the only risk taking heavyweight division. I can sit around and wait, just train, stay in shape, but that's long. I want to, I want to have good fights and keep fighting and keep chipping away and just keep, um, you know, it's hard because every time I get in the ring, I keep risking it. So, you know. What were your thoughts on the whole Kubrat Pulev situation? What situation? The kiss. I'm, I'm not a police or a politician. I don't comment on that sort of stuff. Uh, men and women can kiss whoever they want. You know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, we talk about boxing. I don't know what happened there. I don't know. It's, it's not as clear as what everyone's making out to be. It's a bit of a tricky situation. So, next question. I mean, if I was to do that to you now, I mean, what, what do you think the reaction would be? You know what the reaction would be? You know what the reaction would be? You know, you know exactly what the reaction would be. Go on, I dare you to do it. And see what happens and see. Go on. Go on. Kukin and Cassius died kissing Dylan White and he got plummeted, he got beat to death. IFL TV needs, IFL TV got vacancy there, they're hiring again. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Let me just kind of run through. We kind of know who everyone's fighting now, except you. So yeah. that, that aside. Um, Wild of Brazil, May the 18th. As a fight, I know you've got your issues around this fight, but as a fight, in, just as a spectacle, what's your thoughts on it? It's an easy fight. The Interworld is going to bash the minute Brazil up. Brazil was scared of the Interworld. Watch the press conference, the face of Brazil's shaking in his boots. You know, it's the Interworld again. I can hear your heartbeat. I'm a killer. You've never been in front of a killer before. What was that? What was he doing that for? Did he see? Did he see? He was going. I can hear your heartbeat. Because I'm a killer. I'm. I was just like, what are you talking about? This is boxing. You're not a killer. What are you talking? You're not some hitman or anything. It's boxing. What are you talking about? Guys, what did you make about his comments about the funeral arrangements towards Brazil and that? Is it uncalled for in, in the boxing game, surely, to make them sort of comments? Is it? The Antawale is a crackhead. We've already figured this out. And crackheads say 
crackhead like things and do crackhead like things, you know. They crackheads are desperate. They do desperate stuff and say desperate stuff and that's what the end of the world is a crackhead. You know. I mean, we've heard him give his explanation of him turning into the bronze bomb and that's kind of the personality and he doesn't... He kind of separates the two, if you like, but, I mean, you know, he gets a lot of criticism about those kind of comments. He's, he's scared. The end of the world is a scary fighter, so he needs to say these things to himself to get his confidence up. You know, he's basically talking to himself, really. He doesn't... He does, you see, when someone's scared and someone's, someone's nervous, they say erratic things or they say things they don't mean and that's the Entewala, you know. That's it. It's like he puts on this massive persona, bronze bomber and he shout and he's loud and stuff. That's just to give you self, self-esteem, you know. So sometimes, you know, he just, he just, because he's scared and he doesn't know what to say so he just says erratic stuff. That's like crackheads do, you know. It's crackheads, you know. Do you blame him for knocking back the DAZN deal to stay with kind of Showtime for the immediate future? I don't know what, what the deal was. I have no idea. I don't know what well, the deal was. He was offered, in Eddie Hearn's words, at least 100 million for that deal. <laughs> Over three fights. Why ain't Eddie enough for me 100 million? That's why I asked you if you put yourself on I'll the fight, same... I'll fight five guys on the same night. I'll fight five 12 runners on the same night. Tell him, give me a hundred million, see who, who I fought. When I ask you that question I did before, and I said, do you put yourself on the same pedestal as kind of where yeah. Wilder? But from, from like a financial aspect, you, how, how can you say that you are one when they're being offered hundred million over three because fights? One for Brazil, goal, two for Joshua. The goal is to get the Joshua fight. That's a big fight. Don't get me wrong. That's a massive fight. It's two, it's the end of the championship of the world. Said he's willing to pay for his, his goonies for that. That's all. You know, that's all it is. That's all it is. But listen, what top fight has the what top ten fighters the end world have fought in his last A fight? Name me one top ten fighter. Well, you're talking about he his best name on his record is Luis Ortiz. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Stevern. That's it. Would you say Luis Ortiz what's the best name on your record and is it better than Luis Ortiz? Joshua, in the last team, <laughs> but I beat him really once. Okay, on that on that on that front, yes. Okay, I see that. But as a fight that you've won, mm-hmm. um, Parker, Cesura, Elenius, all those guys is, is the same. Parker and who? Cesura, um, um, Elenius, all of those guys. They're on the same level, man. Look, Luis Ortiz. He's such a great fight. He's had such a great amateur record. He went to his sixth day to fight the end of the while. If he was that good, why is he, why is he not world champion? Why hasn't he fought no top guys? The best wins Malik Scott. And Dave Allen. Thoughts on Dave Allen's fight with Lucas Brown, two people you know very well. Good fight, good fight. That's 50-50 fight. You know, that's going to be a very interesting fight. I might be ringside for that to see because somebody going to go sleep. I just don't know who yet. Somebody going to go night-night, baby. I just don't know who yet. So we're going to see who's going to go night-night. I'm going to bring a pillar for someone. i bring a pillar and say, hey, who fancy going to sleep? It's a good fight, you know. I'm happy that Dave Allen's finally got his chance. You know, I love Dave a lot. I think he's a good guy. You know, he's been for a lot. You know, um, men all drinking, gambling and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad for him, man. Hopefully he does well, you know what I mean? He's a good guy. He's helped me out for so many camps as well. Me and Dave is cool. 
he seemed to be focused, he seemed in good shape, but Bron, he's hungry as well. It's a good trade-off, man. You know, I wish more fights like these get made in boxing. You know, it's, a, it's a very risky fight. It's a good trade, tra trade fight. You know, Brown's hungry. Allen's got his opportunity. So let's see. Chizora and Senad Gashi. Ah, man. You know, Derek, Derek's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong, he's a good fighter. Me and him's, me and him's been through hell and, and, and high waters and back. You know, um, but Derek needs a challenge. But he seems to have a need leads to life. Dave Cordell, I think, even though I think Dan Charles is probably, probably not the best trainer, but for Derek, Dan Charles is a good trainer because Dan Charles knows to get in his head or to motivate him or to do whatever. Dave Cordell, a friend of mine, is a good trainer, very technical guy. He studied the game, you know, but with Derek, you never know. Can people motivate him? That's the only thing. And then the fact someone like Senad Gashi, like Derek's probably thinking, I'm just going to bowl this guy down and around. And if he doesn't, you know, he comes in those fights not really motivated. Not, Derek needs to be scared. If when Derek Cesare is scared, he fights out of his, he fight out of his skin. You know, if you don't respect him, he's not scared, he just going and just like, plod along and whatever. You know, we've seen it before. Dylan, uh, Alexander Usek will make his heavyweight debut on uh, the 25th of March in the US. March, May, excuse me, against Carlos Takam. How do you think Usyk will fare as a heavyweight? What do you think about his debut against Takam? And is that a potential fight for you, you and Usyk? All these fights are potential, man. It's, it's a decent fight, but Takam, they picked Takam well. Takam's a big, strong guy, but he's, he doesn't hit hard enough and he's just that little bit slow and he hasn't got one-punch power to really give Usyk a lot of problems. So Usyk can, you know, outbox him. But you never know. Takam's a... Takam's, he's, he's decent everything, so you never know, man. But, you know, in, in, in every boxing, you need to have a plan. You need to pick your road carefully and strategize carefully. I think this is good matchmaking by, by Usyk's team. You know, it's a winnable fight, but don't write Takam off. You know, he, he, he seems to be in shape and he's tough. Is that a fight you'd fancy potentially at some point this year, you and Usyk? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Listen, I want to have the, the biggest fights, the hardest fights. You know, I'm not in this game to to miss about and play it safe and I've done it my whole career man nothing ain't changed you know I've never said no to any fight before you know I've gone into fight injured you know literally broken bones I've gone into fight and still you know I've, I've gone into fight where it ain't been a hundred I think I've shown almost everything I need to show and I've shown there's fights where I've, I haven't been a hundred percent I've been overweight and I still beat top 10 contenders been fights where I've been in farm knockout top 10 contenders been fights where the guy's been awkward tall guy I've, I've won 12 round decision where I lost one round in 12 rounds so you know I'm, I'm still learning but you know I'm showing all I need to do now is go and win a world title and defend it and I've completed my boxing story man you know I'm at my boxing tutelage I've lost injured you know I've done you know I just I just need my chances now man that's all I need man give me my chances I don't care you know I'll fight anyone you know I don't care I'll fight anyone just uh, finally, just a round-up of the two fights happening in America in June. Obviously, Joshua is fighting Miller and Fury is fighting Tom Schultz in Vegas, MGM Grand on the 15th. So it's three fights in America. Yeah, we've already spoken about the Wilder Brazil one. These are the ones in June involving Fury and Joshua. All right, I take that back. Do that one more time. Do that one more time. No. Okay. I know you're going to do it again. I'm going to smack you. Go on. Yeah, go on. Your thoughts on those two fights? 
Yeah, good fights, man. You know, sometimes you need hard fights and it's something you just they keep busy fights and whatever, you know what I mean? Sometimes big fights don't get made because of promotion, different governing body, TV station, management, money, because everyone believed they have a value. When you're at the top of the tree, there's four of us at the top of the tree, you know. So people forgetting. All these guys is Olympians. They've all Olympians, loads of amateur fights. I've kicked through the shit to get to the top four in the world. You know, I, I, I've, you know, I come out of nowhere. Three, four years ago, if you asked who didn't work, was no one knew. You know, I've risen to the top four, you know. And that's what I'm saying. People need to give that credit and show that respect that I'm a guy that fights anyone. I don't care. And I'm here to work hard. I don't beg or cry about stuff. I just, you know, let's be honest, but all these other guys, people say, oh, top three, top three, top four. Top four. There's no top three. Top four, I'm on the same level as them. I just ain't got a world title. I'll fight any of them. If you say they fight wild, I'm not going to go, oh, well, boy, I'm not ready. I'm not sure. But no, let's go. Let's go. That's it. You know, I'm just waiting for my, time, my chance to get into big fights. But I think they're trying to make me wait. Hopefully, I'll get disheartened and get old and decrepit and stuff or whatever. But that's a long time away. You know, the fire still burns, you know. Fire keep burning on and on. And on. Uh, sorry, how old are you again? She, you want the real age or the English age? On, on, on paper, like official documents in this country, how old are you? 25. 25. Come again? <laughs> 25. <laughs> Here you go, here's the chief. <laughs> 45. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, no, I'm 30. I'm 31 shortly. How am I seven years older than you? You look seven years older than me. There's no way I look seven years older than you. Come in the camera. Come in the camera. Everyone, does Kugel is seven years older than me? I've got a picture of me in that. Jeez. There you go. 30. Bruv, that, that paper ran in Kingston, man. Bruv. You stole your cousin's birth certificate. You're 47. How about 37? You're 47, bruv. <laughs> you were with Shannon Briggs recently as well. Talking about let's go. Listen, Shannon has got so much energy. And he's a big dude. He's just a thick set dude. He's strong. And I still believe he gives 90% of a guy's health for three or four rounds. You know, he don't care. He'll come out swinging. Even Lennox will give Lennox a problem. He'll come out swinging, you know. Shannon's a guy that is a puncher and he doesn't mind risking it as well, man. You know, I respect for him for his age, what he's doing. You know, listen, it's hard being motivated at this age when the fight's happening. Imagine at his age and no one don't want to fight you. But he's got energy and stuff. So, you know, he's the kind of guy that I wish him all the success in the world, man, you know. Wish him all the success in the world. And he's got so much energy and so much blessing. So, you know, I got no more respect for him. Okay. Fill it you just need to trim up and get in shape. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> can we get Mark in? Mark, can you come in? You've got to, do, you've got to speak to him in your, in your way. Right, come in there, Mark. Let me just get you there. Look at what you're doing to me. I've got a sugar. I can't believe what little Mark is. Look at him here so little. <laughs> ah, no, no. Listen, Mark was a good fight in this time. Very, very good fight. You know, this works. All right. Yeah, Marcus, very good fight in his time. Very good. It's just a shame he retired so early. Very good fight. I've I seen some of his fight. Wiry, but he could punch. 
And good boxer as well. Turn pro, turn pro a little too early, to tell the truth, yeah. Looking back now as a trainer. Well, I knew that when I, in my 30s I, I turned pro too early, but uh, you live and learn. So the fighters I bring up now, I like to, uh, you know, try and guide them, which I, in the way I didn't, you know, was guided sort of thing. I say the thing with boxing is, by the time you know what you need to do, you get the experience, it's too late, it's time to retire. You know, if he could go back in time and know what he knows now. This man, listen, forget about me. This man, as soon as he gets his opportunity, he's going to ruffle feathers. He's going to ruffle feathers and, uh, and do the business, I promise you. I promise you. You're going to ruffle a lot of feathers and lay a bit of eggs still. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, come back in, I think everyone will agree the most kind of entertaining moment, aside from kind of what you do in the ring, obviously, but the press conference where you went, you're going. Can we have a rendition of that, Mark? No. Mark's on his best behaviour. <laughs> Leave him alone. Um, but you're going, you fucking can't. <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was, we was all, listen, we was all pumped. It was a big fight, a big fight. Um, you know, Derek, Derek said some things and, and we all said some things, but except for, except for him, he's the only one that kept his head. But, uh, Watch your son, keep together. We've got to look after each other, you know what I mean? That's, no, all, we, that's all we was doing, that's all we was doing. Good yeah. me old pal. Okay, Dylan White, Mark Tibbs, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We hope we, you get this opponent announced for the 13th of July soon, so we can all, you know, get excited about it. You know, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, man, um, next couple of weeks, hopefully, God willing, Eddie's working. You know, he's working. You know, I would not want to be him, boy. He's got so much to do, but he's on it, he's on it, he's on it, he's on it, he's on it. Let's get this fight made. Get someone knocked out. Might be you if you keep staring at me. Go on. I dare you, do it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast. Sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.